Sims, you're now tuned in to another opinionated episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, covering every topic in the world of gaming that we can think of. Gaming is our passion, and podcasting is our profession. Celeb and Bolts podcasting since 2011. The Second Opinion Podcast starts now. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Welcome back. Another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast is now here. I'm joined by my partner in crime, Bolts. Bolts. <laughs> What's up, bros? What's up, man? Uh, good to have you back. Last week we did a solo cast. Uh, I was in here at like 10 o'clock at night, and I was like, I need to just go ahead and do it. Get it out of the way. Do it. Do it. Do it good. Oh, my do bad. it. Do it right. Do it good. It doesn't matter. Do it just like you should. My neck, my like, back. Hey, lick that crack. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, though. We're back for another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, episode number 341. Trace Quattro Uno. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. This episode is brought to you by Centerlinks.com. Check us out for some of the latest and greatest geek news, movie news, and gaming news. Great content and great content creators right over at Centerlinks. We've been doing some awesome coverage of San Diego Comic-Con and some of the other events that are going on right now. The only, th- the only thing that's been coverage is everything Marvel right now. That's the only thing that's going on. Yes. No, I've been talking about Dragon Ball and some yeah, other stuff. Yeah, anyways. The only thing that you see anywhere right now is about the 17 new whatever the hell they're putting out Marvel Universe stuff. <laughs> Whatever, Bolts. Don't be sad. They're good movies, and I will watch them. I'm just like... Bro, but look, I think we all knew it was eventually going to get to this point. Because, like, when Endgame happened, when Avengers Endgame happened, I was sitting there thinking, okay, well, where are they going to take it from here? They've got to start expanding. And when you really think about the Marvel comic universe... It's it's fucking huge. I know it is. Huge, It absolutely is huge. Huge. I mean, dude, I'm learning stuff every day because of TikTok. Like, there's just one guy I follow that's like a big comic... Really, really big comic fan. Which, by the way, I stopped by Squanch uh, Comics comics the other... uh, Yesterday. Mm -hmm. Talked to David... And um, I'm thinking about getting into comics. Thinking about trying to get into some of the Star Wars, like Darth Vader comics and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Because some of those backstories and like side stories of, of Vader, man, he was a piece of shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, so it's just expansive. But this guy was talking about uh, Thanos's uncle. And I can't remember his name. But he was his, a, his uncle Thimble. <laughs> <laughs> he was like one of the original yes. Eternals or something yes. like that, yes. and like he had gotten to the point to where he was so powerful, like he could just kill everybody, like it would just his own power. Yeah. So then they had said in one of the comics, Thanos had realized, like you know, of course, years and years later that his uncle was still alive in this prison and he goes to introduce himself and meet him. And his uncle just like trashes Thanos. He was like, you only killed 50% of the universe and you had to use the infinity stones and you were doing it in the name of mother death or whatever. He's like, you're fucking pathetic. You know, it was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn bro. Like we thought Thanos was some hardcore dude and he ain't shit pretty much. Yeah. You know, listen, 
it, it is what it is. But no, in in all reality, even if you watch the 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 whole uh, end game or whatever with Thanos and his his whole philosophy behind it, it did. He, he's not as hardcore as his uncle. Yeah, says. And he's really not. He, he's a kind bad of a guy. philosopher. Yeah, kind of type. Going you really on. think about it, and he's like, all these places that I've done this to have become yeah metropolises. Yeah, have become these really. Um, you know, beautiful places to live and there's no more hunger and there's this and that. So he had a reasoning behind it. Mm-hmm. But the second Thanos though, you know what I'm saying? Like sure, when they went back in one. when they went back in time and all yeah. that other stuff, he had eventually gotten to the point where he was like, you know, I never was doing this because I enjoyed killing people and whatever, but right. you know, now you guys are pissed me off enough that I'm just gonna start murdering people. Yep, I know. It's but, a backstory and another spin off of the Vols yeah, and exactly. multiverse and you know, there's probably now, 17 other Thanoses out there. I haven't watched. Uh, I haven't watched Miss Marvel. I heard it was good. They said it was a pretty good show. But. Is that a new series? I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. No. You I'm, know the chick that like stretches and all this. And oh yeah. No. Anyways, no, I hadn't watched it, but um, I did watch um, the Gray Man or Gray Men. Which you said, I think you're going to watch. Tonight. Yeah, I'm going to watch that today. Very, very impressed with that film, man. I mean, it was really good action. And I am so excited for John Wick 4. Well, yeah. They showed off the trailer at you San Diego Comic Con. Bro, it's John Wick, bro. I'm so ready. I'm so ready for that movie. But um, So let's go ahead and get down into this episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. We're going to start with Bolts. What? I've been seeing you pop online a lot recently here and there. So what you've been gaming recently, bro? Um, let's see. Let's take your pick. You know what? It's it's kind of a down it's a downtime for games. Yeah. Um, so I, I I routinely look through Xbox Game Pass and and stuff like that to see what I can play and pick up and whatnot. Um <clears throat> I recently purchased um XCOM two. Okay. Um turn based uh strategy game. Um By it's f- a, Firex or Firex or whatever, or? something like that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Um, sounds good. <laughs> excuse me, but um, I, I got the whole collection for like ten bucks. It was originally a hundred bucks. I got it for ten. So I was like, let me play this. Um, I dove, I dove into that today. Um, it's extremely hard. Um, mm-hmm. you know, most strategy games like uh, Gears Tactics and. Uh, like Fire Emblem and stuff like that, turn-based Warhammer and stuff like that, I can pretty much go in and do manipulate how I want to. I mean, I can't manipulate this shit, man. It's rough. It really <laughs> is. Um, I started on I started on a hardcore, which I always like to try to start on the hardest level because I wanted I want the game to give me a challenge, and it gave me a challenge. So I went to veteran, it still gave me a challenge. I was like, man, I suck. <laughs> so I'm the beginner, and it's still kicking my ass. So I'm I'm, st- I'm still learning the ropes of it all thing. Yeah, but it's got a great little system. I mean, you're on this ship, and you can. You can build, you have the ship that's got different rooms. You can build different rooms that help you do different kinds of research and hire and, and stuff like that. You can completely edit um, all the characters and recruits that you hire. Um, and it's just, it's really in-depth and it's really, really, really fun. Even though I keep getting my ass kicked, I really, really like it. Um, it's not it's not my, my, my love, which is an RTS top, top-down strategy game, but it is a turn-based um strategy game which i absolutely love and 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 i'm gonna i'm probably gonna play this for a while yeah um, i'm gonna have to download the first one because i have to get the full backstory uh, which the first one was on the xbox 360 um so we will see uh what else in my game i'm still playing some madden mlb the show nhl um a little call of duty every now and then just to to change it up um and that's really it man um 
that's where I take most of my time. Um, for, I got Pee Wee football starting up, so my Mondays and Tuesdays and 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 Saturdays are getting are going to be kind of scarce. So, um, we shall see, man. We shall see. But that's what I'm gaming right now. Um, I'm really, really, really excited at diving into XCOM. So okay. Well, I've been <clears throat> you know I've been gaming a good chunk. Um, I've actually uh, been playing. Some mobile games here and there, um, but I've been playing uh, a lot of Fortnite still, um, doing a lot of these quests and stuff like that. And I'm going to talk about, uh, <laughs> I'm going to have my opinion on that here in just a bit, and I'm sure, you know, me and Bolts will argue about it, but, um, you know, I've been playing that, also been playing um, some Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, um, and uh, I've been playing through. Uh, I played my dad in Madden the other day. You know, my my AC went out, so we went and stayed at my dad's house for a couple of days. And the like on the second day, I was like, I'm gonna get a uh, get the I'm gonna get the, uh, PlayStation. the PlayStation take it over to the house because he's been bugging me about it constantly. So we go over there, and he had the Cowboys, and I had oh man, who did I have? I can't even remember. I had the, uh, I think I had the Rams. Um, and by the beginning of the third quarter, I was beating them 55 to 19. <laughs> and there was there was three interceptions. Two of them were run back for touchdowns. There was one kickoff that he kicked to me that I that I ran all the way back for a touchdown. And every and bro, it got to the point to where it was in the third quarter. And every time I intercepted the ball, he was like, "This is horseshit." This is horseshit. I hate people like that. He's like, God, it's not even fun. It's not even fun. And I said, okay, well, let's take it off. I told you what the setting was because we put it on arcade because, you know, arcade is just – I said, let's take it off let's put it on competitive. So we started back over. We put it on competitive. The uh, By the end of the second quarter, I was beating him 26-7. to And he was like – he said, I don't even know what defense this is. I said, it's the Cowboys defense, Dad. They have it programmed in there. That's – that's their He's normal so defense. so ridiculous. I don't even know what defense is. Are, well, you are obviously, players? You obviously play this a lot a lot more. I said, Dad, I haven't played it in months. Are these actual players or right? are these made up? They're, like, look, what? that guy's cardboard. I'm like, come on, <laughs> <It's>, bro. <laughs> you know that old like uh, football game that when you vibrate? It's like, yeah, yeah, it's like one of those characters. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you know what? You're right on that. Um, but, yeah, you know, I, I, I've i stopped playing Call of Duty. I'm, I'm over Warzone. Um, I saw some news the other day that they're bringing like Terminator to the game and all this, and it's just bro, it's Warzone has I've I've lost touch so much with with this game, and there's been so many times like the Ultimate Edition of Vanguard. I think the last time I checked, you can get it on like P- PS5 for like forty bucks, and I've I've thought about buying it so I could play zombies or go through the story and and whatever. But I just, dude, I, I think it's just because when Vanguard came out, you still didn't really know what the next Call of Duty was going to be, you know? And now that we know that the next Call of Duty is going to be Modern Warfare 2 and all this other stuff, I'm just, you know, the next Call of Duty that I want to play is Modern Warfare 2. That, like, and, that's, I, and I absolutely understand that. And, yeah. and like I said, if if I had already, you know, pur- you know, I purchased the game, so of course I have the the series S, so my shit is digital. Yeah, you know, so I mean, it's there. I it's something that I, I play off and on. Um, 
like you know, actually, I say off and on. I actually played it quite a bit the past couple of days. Yeah. Um, and I've been, I've been, I've been, you know, just running through there with just a, just a, a, a SMG, just sprinting all over the place, and it's it's actually been a little bit more fun. But, but for the most part, the the lackluster of, you know, <clears throat> it's so sad because I compare a lot of things to what World War Two was. Call of Duty World War Two. It was just uh, one and, of the best, bro. And and it was just the the way you could you could purchase items or not purchase, but you know yeah. gain items and you can you can upgrade and your characters and all the different everything the prop hunt everything. You know, there's no gun. I think they just finally in, implemented gun game into yeah. this one. Um, but there's no prop hunt. There's no party games. There's no. It's just hey, here's multiplayer in Warzone. Have fun. Yeah, you know, and so it's 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 a lot of lackluster going on, man. It really is. Yeah. So, and I agree with bolts too. Is like it 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 just did. I don't know. Eventually, it's just gotten to that point to where it just feels like it's the same old, same old. And you know, I'm just ready for something new. Something else that I just finally got got into bolts is uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy by Square Enix. Yeah, because uh, it's on PlayStation Plus Premium. And I was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna try it out. I've heard really good things about it, so I'll give it a try. And it's hilarious, bro. Is it like the writing and stuff like that's hilarious? The music is great. The gameplay and stuff is really really fun and fast paced. Um, uh, you know, I was playing it late last night, and Rocket was making some comments to, to to Peter Quill, and I can't even remember what he said. And and Drax, Drax came walking up, and he was like, um, Drax came walking up with this box, and he was like, uh, they were like, what is that? And he was like, Peter Quill, this is this is where you wanted me to put the llama. But there was this box of stuff, and it says, if I get it, I'll die. Does that mean that I'll die? And then Rocket was like, no, that's a box of highly <laughs> of highly valuable illegal equipment that was not supposed to be touched. And he says something, and he was like, if you if you mess that up, I'll melt your face. Or so, <laughs> and, bro, I was just rolling last night, man. I was like, dang, bro, like, they... They really did a good job on. They really did a good job on like the comedy right. and the script and all that other stuff. Well, you know, um, you know, one of the best, best comic video games ever, with the way the character actually is portrayed in the comics and in the movies and stuff like that, yeah. was fucking Deadpool. Oh yeah. Oh my Jesus. Yeah. No oh, that's so good. Um, but yeah, I've I've really enjoyed my time with that. Now, before we get into um, you know, our our gaming news and all that other stuff. I'm going to start doing this new segment each week uh, called Wheeling and Dealing. And uh, we'll basically kind of quickly go over uh, some of the best deals on PlayStation and Xbox that you can get a hold of right now um, and uh, really talk about, um, you know, overall value of what these what these uh, deals mean to, I guess, to us. Um but some of the best deals that I've seen recently for both PlayStation and Xbox, both of these companies are running anywhere between 75 and 85% off sales for some of the largest titles um, on the platform. So right now on Xbox Game Pass or just the Xbox, like the Microsoft Store, um, if you either have uh, you know an Xbox or play Game Pass through PC, you get some really good deals. Um on some full games and on uh, some of the DLC for some of these games. Now, um, 
One game that I did see listed on Xbox that I think is a really good price to check out at this price is Darksiders 3. It's marked down 80% off. It's $11.99 right now. Um, it wasn't the best Darksiders title. No. Um, but it is, is still, especially for that price, you really can't beat it. Now, I don't know if Xbox is trying to ramp up and get things ready for the QuakeCon celebration or what, but there are some really good uh, markdown prices for uh, for Bethesda titles. The main ones that I really see that are just significant discounts is for some of the DLC. So Ancient Gods Part 1 and Part 2 are both only $3.99 a piece. So you can get... Uh, both of these DLCs for a total of only you know seven or eight bucks, and this DLC is definitely great. So if you haven't had a chance to check out this DLC, I would for sure say check it out. Um, with Fallout 76 ramping up with more and more content each time around, uh, some of their DLC is now on a super markdown. They have the Brotherhood of Steel, Steel Dawn DLC that was originally $29.99. You can get that for $9. And then they have the full um, they have the full Steel Dawn DLC, which comes with all the content. It comes with costumes and all this other stuff. Uh, it was $59.99, and now it's $14.99. Um, some of the other DLC and expansions, uh, they have the premium add-on bundle uh, for Forza Horizon, which includes... Um, some of the latest expansions. It's only uh, it's only listed at thirty nine ninety nine. And then, lastly, I saw one a little bit further down that I thought was a pretty good deal. Well, but I'm just saying, while you're talking about that, yeah, X go ahead. XCOM for ten bucks. Ten bucks. You know, XCOM. The, the the collection I got came with War of the Chosen, and then XCOM XCOM Two War of the Chosen XCOM Two, um, and it comes with I believe all the DLCs that come with it, all the the, the extra packs and whatnot. Um, originally a hundred bucks, I got it for ten. Wow, that's a good deal. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, Digital Deluxe Edition. Here it is. Digital Deluxe Edition of Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus, which Those comes were such good games, <laughs> bro. <laughs> such good games, and they're really like the Wolfenstein series. I felt um, kind of led into that like really hard aspect of Doom Eternal. Uh, 100%. So, yeah. 100%. Um, but you can get Wolfenstein 2, the digital deluxe edition, for eleven ninety nine right now on Xbox. So uh, now moving on to PlayStation, they have a really good um, up to 85% off deal going on for some of the largest titles. Red Dead Redemption 2 is now listed at twenty three ninety nine. Uh, they also have the, this is a great, great deal, Batman Arkham Collection, which comes with all three of the Batman Arkham titles for only $8.99. I mean, that's so cheap yeah, it is. for so much game. Like, there's so much that you could play with that game. Um, UFC 4, uh, originally at $59.99, is now marked down to $10.19. Um, also... They have one of the best games ever created in the Star Wars saga. Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order is now only $9.99. I mean, that is... That's a great deal. Such a good deal. Such a good deal, man. Um, and then, of course, if you don't have PlayStation Plus Premium, 
You can get um, Assassin's Creed uh, Black Flag for only $8.99. You can get the Dying Light Definitive Edition for only $12, which is really, really good. Um, And the Definitive Edition comes with all of the DLC. And when I say all, I'm talking about every ounce of DLC. There's no extra paywall behind that. Um, I'm on this last page. Give me one second. Now, this was a was a shockingly good deal. If you are um, new to the Assassin's Creed um, series, um, or you just you know you've never really been into Assassin's Creed much, uh, one of the biggest things about Assassin's Creed that has changed um, over the last few years is uh, is how they have stretched things into uh, these new styles of, of games. So, um, Assassin's Creed, of course, has changed not just gameplay-wise, but, like, you know, overall story, uh, the gameplay mechanics, um, pretty, pretty much everything, really, uh, has, has changed in a very short amount of time. But... Um, one thing I will say is that these new Assassin's Creed titles, um, have added a lot more, uh, a lot more depth and a lot more different styles of gameplay, uh, to the game. So if you wanted to start out, uh, in this, you know, world of Assassin's Creed, um, the best way that you possibly could, in, in my opinion... You can get the uh, Assassin's Creed, uh, this Assassin's Creed bundle. It, it goes for usually $149. It's only $49 right now. Um, and it comes with Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla. Or you could get a little bit of a different bundle. Now, this bundle is bundled with Assassin's Creed Black Flag, Assassin's Creed Rogue Remastered, Assassin's Creed Unity, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Assassin's Creed Origins, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And it is usually um, set at $200. It is only $49. That is a damn good deal. Now, mind you, some of those games in there, I I would say, in my particular opinion, are not always, like, the best uh, of the Assassin's Creed series. But the fact that you get... You know, you're getting six Assassin's Creed games, um, two of which, um, or I'd even say four of which, are some of the largest Assassin's Creed games to ever be created for that that cost. I mean, 75% off the price. It, this sale on PlayStation discounts, uh, it'll last until August 4th. So if you get a chance to check it out, Definitely check it out. If you don't really have much that you're playing or you don't have PlayStation uh, Plus Premium and you're not able to get some of these games for free, uh, then definitely, definitely check it out. Um, And lastly, I would say, but not least, but, you know, I've still been kind of iffy about this game ever since it came out. I'm the biggest Metal Gear Solid fan out there. I love Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain, was somewhat of a disappointment to me. The gameplay mechanics, though, will go down. The Just the gameplay overall is one of the best gameplays uh, that you can you can ask for in a, in a video game. Uh, it is only $3.99 right now. 
Oh, wow. I mean, super, super cheap. So that's it for this uh, little segment of wheeling and dealing. Um, if there's certain deals that you see during the week and you want us to feature it, if there's collectibles, uh, like good collectible deals or whatever else that you find, all you got to do is just leave us a voice message on anchor.fm forward slash second opinion podcast. Leave us a voice message and, uh, you know, we'll play it on the show and uh, give you a shout out. And yeah. So moving on to our next segment. Moving on up. Top gaming news and gaming topics of the week. First and foremost, I know Bolts is going to, you know, shit talk and say what he's going to say, but I just, I got to talk about this. Uh, Fortnite leak may have. Fork. Fork night. Fortnite leak may have put a fork in them. They're done. (laughs) May have revealed the new Dragon Ball skins. So a Fortnite leaker, uh, Fortnite leakers are hinting to uh, some new skins coming to Dragon Ball. So back, I think July eighteenth, some of the um, some of the the leaks and stuff had really started kind of coming out and about, Um, and it. You know, some of these leaks, sometimes they never really go anywhere. If, if anything, it's more or less like I feel like it's placeholders um, for for some of the possibilities or the fact that there 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 could be a, you know, there could be a uh, a possible um, some Fortnite thing here or there or whatever. I don't know. But it says, uh, I think this was July 6th, Fortnite um, Dragon Ball Z collab confirmed. The creative prop is called a Stamina Capsule, and it's categorized as a a collab item. Epic also has been working on a Stamina item for BR, for Battle Royale, for a while now. So there was a picture that was taken in-game, and... There was a picture that was taken in game, and it was a capsule corp. Um, it was a capsule corp stamina item or something like that. So it's supposedly um, been kind of been getting slowly but surely coded into the game. Um, now I will say this: uh, recently there was a really big uh, leak that actually had um, information that listed like four possible skins uh and all this other stuff coming to the so so when they do skins for like goku is it just gonna be different hair colors um i really that's for being serious here for a second i really don't I, I don't actually know exactly what they're gonna do with it that's the thing is like the one what the reason why let me say this the reason why um i have really gotten back into fortnite is because of the events that they do, like the events, the um, the uh, you know basically little side stories and stuff like that that you could do in each battle royale. No, I, I give Fortnite all the credit in the world, man. It's a marketing genius, and whatever they Bro. do, man, they just rake in the cash left and right. I give them all the credit for it. Don't get shit twisted. Yeah, man. they're they're it's really really crazy. So one of these partnered content creators had posted this on the 18th. Uh, it says it's supposedly supposed to have four skins: Goku, Vegeta, Beerus, and 99% a female skin. So I'm guessing it's supposed to be uh, Bulma. A unique event screen in lobby, lots of quest, free rewards, a capsule item, 
a special place uh, a special place codenamed Preheat and Attack Ball Glider. So, um, and that's another cool thing is that some of the gliders with with for, uh, with Dragon Ball, it could be if it's Vegeta, it could be you know like his Saiyan. Um, right. you know, transport Goku, ship. Goku, Goku, Goku can be the, the cloud, Nim- the Nimbus cloud, Nimbus yeah. cloud, and all this. Um, but I saw something recently, and it's this guy that does these. He does these TikToks and stuff like that. But it's like he'll he has like a custom game um, of uh, of Fortnite, and he'll go in and he'll like code it the way he needs to or whatever else, and make this crazy CGI. And he was like the Stranger Things Fortnite event that we need. Oh wow! And it was like, bro, it was so cool. Like he dropped in, he walked into like this, um, you know, Stranger Things, you know, like the upside down wall. Mm-hmm. He walked in, and whenever he walked in, it was like the entire island was all like in the upside down, and then the big fucking spider and Vecna and all this shit was back there in the back, and it was lightning. Oh, bro. I was like... I bet it looks sick, dude. Dude, I was sitting there thinking that would be an event that I would love to play, but there's so much that that you could do. You know, there's so much you could do on a constant basis with with all these games, um, you know, and we've seen it here and there. Like, recently, they did the... um, Recently, they did the Indiana Jones. Um, they did the Indiana Jones themes. They did the Indiana Jones quests. Uh, whenever you go to a certain area and you line up these little statues or whatever, you run back there to the back and then you grab the golden tomato and then the ball chases you out and all this other stuff. And it was really, really cool. I really liked the event and I, and I'm a really big. Uh, Indiana Jones fan. One that I will say that I was very upset that I missed was the Robo RoboCop like skin packs right. and all that other stuff because I'm just you know I'm I'm a huge RoboCop fan. But um, I would love to see them. There's so many games that I would love to see featured into this or brought into this world, like the Doom <clears throat> Slayer. You know, Bethesda, Bethesda titles. Um, they've done Star Wars out the wazoo. And now it's like, you know, each, like, week by week, they're adding new stuff. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. It's it's a it's a pretty crazy event um, concept and stuff like that. Let me send you this. I'm going to post this in the little, in the notes so you can see this. I'm going to post it right here above um, the gaming section. Hang on real quick. Uh, but... It's just going to be a link to this TikTok. You got to click on it and watch it. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if you see it right there. Yeah, I get it. Um, but I mean, it's a it's a really really cool, uh, really cool uh, TikTok that this guy does, and the guy's name is Twelfth Hour, and he does these little. I guess concepts or whatever on TikTok, but he walks into the upside down and then he see, like you see the spider in the background and the lightning's all going off. That's cool, bro. Bro. Like how cool would that be to play that in Fortnite? Mm That would be great. But you know, I think the one thing that I will say, um, for Epic games is that they're, they're true to form, dude. Like, you know, it, there's some of the content that probably comes out that's not always the best. Mm-hmm. But they, I mean, dude, like the other day, I didn't even know they were doing an event. And I got in there last night and realized that they were doing some summer splash thing or whatever else. And you can get 
you know, uh, if you if you have the battle pass or you do these quests or whatever, you can get random things. You get different music, different character packs. Um, Thor, Love and Thunder, whenever that came out, yeah. you were able to buy those skins and all this other stuff. So there's always something. And no matter the, the, the gamer, it changes. And they have zero build mode now. So you don't have, like, you literally play Fortnite with, that, with zero builds, and it's so much more fun. Well, like, yeah, I can only imagine it would be that much more fun. God, it's so much more fun. Instead of having somebody, like, <laughs> triple build in front of your B- face. No, like, B- build Wolfenstein's castle while you're trying to yeah, reload. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying while to- you're reloading, he's like... Yeah. <laughs> um... But I just really, I don't know, man. I just really have really enjoyed my time with Fortnite, especially recently. And they were doing these Naruto skins, and I'm like, if they don't do a Dragon Ball skin, right. especially with Dragon Ball Super Superheroes coming out soon. Um, which, by the way, if some of you guys haven't had a chance to watch this trailer, I don't know if everybody's a big Dragon Ball fan out there. but No, they're not. Uh, Superheroes is looking really, really good, and it's finally starting to kind of tilt things back into the the lane for Gohan because at the end of the Cell Saga Gohan was was literally said to be the strongest yep i do the, remember the that. strongest warrior in the entire universe he was stronger than Gohan or Goku stronger than anybody um but then just as time went along he just got put on the back burner constantly well they had to, uh, the thing about it was with Goku they had to decide what hair colors they were going to do each season in order to gain power. So it could really <laughs> focus on the character development of Gohan. I hate you so much, bro. You know, the one thing I will say this, I've always really liked Goku as a character. Uh, but I've, I've liked Gohan a little bit more because he takes it so much more serious than Go- Goku does. Goku is just, you know, he's goofy. He's every time he, he meets a challenge... They could be talking about blowing up the entire world, and it takes him almost the entire either season or movie to get to the point to where he's like, "Okay, that's enough," you know. Right. Like, where if you're not going to play with to... me, then I'm going to be mad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Gohan has always been put in those situations, even in the in the like future Gohan when he got put in the the situation with fighting the androids. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tried to save Trunks, and you know he lost his arm. He got killed by the androids and all this other stuff. Right. He's always been the more serious kind of version, kind of in between. Well, you, well, think about it. Who really raised Gohan? Yeah, Piccolo. Piccolo. Exactly. So, yeah, Piccolo is his dad. Goku, you suck as a dad. Pretty much. Um, but, yeah, it, it that's the truth because in in the newer movies, you know, you eventually, Gohan gets to that point where he realizes that he's not even close to the power that he used to be, and he looks at Piccolo and is like, I've realized now that the only way I'm ever going to protect my family and protect, you know, my world and stuff is to be more powerful, uh, more and more powerful. I want you to start training me again. Mm -hmm. So now in this film, they're saying that Gohan gets pushed to his limit and he ends up getting a form called like beast form or something like that. And they say, from what I've seen on the Internet, they're saying that he's going to be more powerful than than Goku and Vegeta, even in their god, god forms. So, which I'm, I'm just really excited. And I like the there for a little bit. I didn't like this whole merger of like you know um, 2D and 3D art styles, but now it feels like with this trailer that I've seen, they've found a good medium of instead of switching back and forth in right, between right. 2D and 3D, it's like a good merger. So, 
Speaking of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball The Breakers gets a new trailer and an October release date. If you don't know what The Breakers is, taking place in the Dragon Ball Xeno universe, uh, Dragon Ball The Breakers is an eight-player multiplayer game that pits seven survivors against one powerful raider. One of the major antagonists from the franchise is usually or is always going to be the raider. The raiders use their overwhelming strength and increasingly powerful evolutions to hunt down and defeat the survivors. So this is a survivor multiplayer game. I'm very, very excited about it. If you don't, if you haven't got a chance to yet, if you go to their website, you could sign up for the beta. The beta starts August 5th, uh, and it lasts uh, August 5th, 6th, uh, and I think it's 7 p.m. to 11 so, so, p.m. So this is going to be like those, um, uh, what are those, like the Friday the 13th games? Yeah, or the, or the, Death by Daylight. Yeah, and all yeah that. thank yeah. you, thank you. Yeah, it's going to be very much like that to where like you and your friends will play online and your goal is to be the last survivor. Gotcha. You know, so um, originally it was just like Cell was revealed and now in this new trailer it was revealed that one of the Raiders is going to be Frieza. Um, so I think it's going to be a different take. You know, at first I saw that they were just going back in the Dragon Ball Z universe instead of Super and stuff. And I was like, oh my fucking God. Like, why do they always do this with the games? Every time a game comes out, they don't want to bring out something new. It wants to be based in the Dragon Ball Z era on a constant basis. But the fact that this is going to be, um, that this is going to be something different. It's going to be a survival game. Uh, it's coming out to all... Um, all different platforms. They have this one. They have this really cool special edition that I hope I can get my hands on. It's a limited edition bundle. Um, it comes with a steel book of the the game. It comes with some DLC costumes, but it also comes with this uh, cell shell figure. And it's just it's the figure from the original base version of Cell, to where he cracks out of his shell oh, nice. and all this other nice. stuff. So. I would love to Such have that. Such a good arc, bro. Bro, the Cell Saga oh. was unbelievable. It's one yeah. of the few that I can withstand to yeah, watch. Yeah, it was really, really great. Uh, but, you know, I've gone back and constantly agreed with Bolts that the earlier, like, late 80s uh, to mid or late 2000s Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that, it was, God, bro, ugh. Like each episode is such a draw out. It is. It's such a. Now listen, the stories, the character arcs. Like when you see, for instance, when you when we first saw the the, the original introduction of evil Vegeta, whenever he when he was almost turned full evil by 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 uh, you know Majin Buu, and right? He had the right. Majin symbol and all that stuff. When he blows up the whole the whole side of the stadium and he's just smiling and shit, bro. Evil Vegeta was the bomb. I mean, he was unbelievable. But he had gotten to that point to where they kept trying to tell him what to do, and he was like, you know, you're you're not going to tell me what to do. Uh, One of the biggest Vegeta, things bro. is Saiyan's pride, exactly. Um, but it was really cool, man. I really liked the way that they did things. Um, but super just pushed things to the next level with the tournament of power. And, oh, dude, when when you saw Ultra Instinct Goku, when you saw like even the 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 latest um, Dragon Ball movie uh, with uh, Dragon Ball Super Broly. Yeah, bro. I mean that whole fight scene and animation style was great. But I will tell you this: there is a YouTube video. 
that is done by a single animator and it's called Legends. And it's a new it's like this guy's version of Dragon Ball. It's been all over the internet. If you get a chance to watch it, you need to watch it because I still haven't watched it. I've watched like the very beginning of it and mm-hmm. I was going to do a reaction to it, but it is it is really kind of like fast-paced crude art style and stuff and you see some bro you see it's like blood and gore and all this stuff and dude it's been i think right now it's got like 22 million views wow i mean it is popping off you see these forms i know at the end of it there was this form of like goku to where he goes into like sun goku monkey mode or something like that and like his whole head is engulfed in flames and his tail is on fire, and he's got this evil smile, and he's, like, crawling like a monkey and shit. <laughs> and, bro, I, I'm very, very impressed with this animator. So, um, moving on from that, um, the one game that I have been playing recently, I was invited by Warner Brothers to check out an early version of this game, uh, is Multiverse, which is Warner Brothers... Uh, Warner Brothers' versions of Super Smash Brothers, basically. So, um, one of the cool things about multiverse is that it is constantly constantly uh growing every single uh i would say every single time we see it there's more characters coming at this point in time there's only a few characters you can play uh there's some characters i don't know but you can play as you know wonder woman batman uh harley quinn you can play as characters from steven universe Adventure Time, Looney Tunes, Tom and Jerry. You can even play as Arya uh, Stark. Um, and I have thoroughly enjoyed my time with this game so far. Um, a lot. So, but they, uh, I'm, I'm thinking that they're going to be adding a ton of Warner Brother uh, characters to this. Well, there's a ton um, out there that they can add. So, there yeah, is absolutely so um, some of the ones that they have just announced that will be coming. Um, of course, LeBron James is coming to the game. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. Um, who it, they just recently re-added to uh, you know Fortnite as a skin, but LeBron James is coming to the game, uh, and he, it will be his I guess his Toon Worlds uh, version, um, but. Uh, then they are also adding Rick and Morty to the game, which is great. I'm excited to see some of that stuff. They do have the, like, as some of the little, uh, items that you can pick up. Like, for instance, when you're, you're playing as Bugs Bunny, you can dig down into an, uh, Acme box as one of his moves. Right. And he'll pull stuff out like a TV or he'll pull out a pie. One of the things you can pull out is a Mr. Meeseys box. Oh, no. And you throw it, and the Mr. Meeseys just takes off <laughs> running Mr. at him and beats the, beats the hell out of him. But Come on, Jerry. It's a really fun game. I mean, I've really enjoyed my time with it so far. Uh, I've One of the, the two characters that I that I have mained on this, on this uh, beta so far, though, are uh, Jake the Dog. He's got some really good moves on there. Uh, whenever you do the drop attacks or downward attacks, he can either turn into a house or a boat, <laughs> and he'll drop on top of somebody, or he'll turn into a horse and run towards them. Uh, you can do these air mid-air attacks to where he forms a skateboard under him. He does like kick flips on top of their head. And the other one is uh, Taz, Tasmanian Devil. Like 
Bro, he's so overpowered in this game, it's ridiculous. But he does his spin. If you put enough salt and pepper on one of the characters, it'll turn him into a chicken, and then you can eat him and chew him up, spit him out, and all this stuff. <laughs> it's uh, it's a really, really cool, man. I've, I've, I've really enjoyed the game. They have a lot of different skins that you could play with. One character that I haven't really played a lot of is Arya Stark, uh, or Arya Stark, but she mm-hmm. actually has the face-off Oh, does she? Mode to where nice. she'll walk up to somebody, she'll put her hand on her face, and then she'll turn into them, oh, nice. and then it d- deals damage to them or whatever. But they actually got the main actress to do the voice acting for her and all this stuff. So it's pretty awesome, man. It's pretty pretty great, and I can't wait to see. With it being Warner Brothers, I would be really shocked, really, really shocked if I didn't see um, Mortal Kombat characters say, moving into that. I was going to say, that would probably so. be some of the next characters you see. Yeah, that would, be, that would be fantastic. I would really, really like to see that. Um... So, Bolts. What up, man? Do you want to take this next one? Oh, I suppose, I suppose. Assassin's Creed Rift reportedly delayed, which, um, in retrospect, it is what it is. Um, you know, they're still they're still feeding Valhalla pretty heavily. So, um, you know, Rift is supposed to be this, <clears throat> excuse me, this this huge um, multiplayer type experience i believe Mm -hmm. um but you know uh, ubisoft has done some major shifting when it comes to its its launch lineup um has canceled a total of four games which we'll discuss a little bit later um including you know ghost recon and whatnot and everything but the bloomer said assassin's creed rift was also internally delayed um it has not publicly commented on assassin's creed rift at all so it's never it's never announced the release date or anything like that but um, Ubisoft apparently was aiming for a February 23rd kind of release date or during the, uh, before the current fiscal year closes in March or whatnot. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it is a, it's a small scale game adapted from a, a, a planned Valhalla DLC, which uh, was supposed to include, uh, Bassium. Um, I don't know if you remember Bassium or whatnot, but, uh, Bassium was the, uh, the, um, Pakistanian. Mm-hmm. That was there to help um, um, Avor. Good lord, yeah. I couldn't remember his name. I was like, help what is Avor his name? along his way. Yeah. So, um, which is supposed to be kind of interesting because this rift is supposed to be whenever. Uh, spoiler alert! If you haven't finished Valhalla, so just yeah, deal with big it. spoiler alert. Um, Bastium somehow, some way gets transported to present time. Yeah. Um, so the rift is supposed to be during when Bastium gets transported to the present time to do what he is supposed to be do. So that's what Rift is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be, I to me, I've been waiting for it to, Assassin's Creed to come to the present time. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. we've been stuck in history for <laughs> Assassin's Creed 1 yeah. in 2007. <laughs> <laughs> so 15 years later, we're finally getting to the present, present time. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully um, we hear a little bit more a little bit later on and so on and so forth. But, uh, um, that, I mean, that's really it, man. That's really yeah, it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, um, it's 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 really weird because there's been so many rumor mills and all this other yes. stuff constantly. Like, nobody knows what the Assassin's Creed Rift is going to be about. Is it going to be set in Az- Aztec time? Is it going to be set in this time? Oh, well, there's this new leak saying that it's going to be set in Japan and, and blah, 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 blah. It's just rumors, man. It's just rumors. Um, you know, so... Uh, Bassium is a really big character. If you haven't played Valhalla, you need to play it um, because you're always on the fence about Bassium. 
Yes, you, know. <laughs> you are. <laughs> and that's the best way I could really say it. So, um, But with Rift being possibly delayed, I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't. I really don't. You know, if it's delayed until, you know, November of next year or something like that, that's right. fine with me. I right. And on top of that, with Ubisoft canceling so many games, they are really apparently going to put a lot of focus into the Assassin's Creed games that they have planned for, um, and whatever else they have planned for you and you know Ubisoft and you know so on and so forth. But if they've canceled those four games and put a lot of focus on the upcoming. Um, Assassin's Creed game, whether it's uh, whether it's you know Aztec, Japan style, China style, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Um, if it's a you know a massive you know multiplayer, who knows? But uh, it's um, it, it's a good thing I think. If if they've canceled, they're going to put some focus on the Assassin's Creed game. Depending on where they go, like I said, if it's Bassium, if it's an Aztec, if it's even possible the remake of Assassin's Creed One, which we've also heard rumors about. Um, you know, it, it it is what it is, and I expect great things when it comes, man. Yeah, and those four canceled games that they canceled recently, it was Splinter Cell VR, Ghost Recon Frontline, and two unannounced projects. So I'm sure it probably just got to the point to where they were like, we really can't focus in on this if we want to if we want to complete these other... Because, and, and most people are not, you know, I've read a lot of the, the forums and the, and the wires and stuff like that. A lot of people have have not been as as opening to the way Assassin's Creed has gone. Yeah. As far as the RP RPG action style. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, I got I got into a little argument the other day on Facebook about Assassin's Creed uh Valhalla and stuff like that, Odyssey and Origins, you know. Um and it's like, man, it's just like more of a, a, a adventure RPG. I was like I was like, y'all don't understand. I said ninety percent of my kills are still assassinations. Yeah. I said, if 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 you're not ex- if you're you know in and and a lot of them are like well you know you just go in there with a spear, a shield or a sword or you know whatever and you can just waylay through the entire into into the, through the entire whatever mission you're doing. I said then you're you know I was like then you're not really expanding or or accepting what Assassin's Creed is because yes it is an action RPG but it, it has so many features that is still still you know true to the first one and the second one. You know, the first one, you know, this the original Assassin's Creed was yes, truly. It was about 100% stealth. Yeah. You know, you had to make still you had to make stealth kills on the on the main bad guy and you had to, you know, blend in and you had to eavesdrop and and stuff like that. But at times that stuff got tedious. It got very tedious because it, it was like constantly It was like, and if you didn't do it just right, you failed. Yeah. And you could tell the the shift when we got to Assassin's Creed 2 um you know, in, in Assassin's Creed 2, it gave you more of a freedom of play. Yes. Of being able to do certain kills how you wanted to. If you were in the vicinity, you didn't always have to just run up and kill somebody like by hiding or jumping down on top of them and assassinating them in a certain way or whatever. You know, you could do it however you wanted to. So, um, but, you know, I, I, I had that feeling, too, there for a little bit because I was like, God, they've gotten so far away from everything because I have my... Um, I have my thoughts about the story arc with Desmond Miles. You mm-hmm. know, there I honestly will say it to the to the end of times. What is the point of of basically five games or four games featuring Desmond Miles as the main character in this huge story arc about how Desmond is the one that's connected to these people and Desmond's this and Desmond's that and then he just fucking dies. And it's like, oh, well, 
you know, Desmond died, but we forgot to tell you that it wasn't just Desmond. Like, you can actually connect it with other people, too. And it's like, what? You know, like, the reason why Desmond was such a large character is because he was one of the only living ancestors. Like, he was, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was connected. Mm-hmm. He was connected. So he had he had the the perfect lineup to move into that perspective of him bringing back the creed in current times, you know? So when Assassin's Creed three was out and about, you know, it was just amazing. And that's the reason why I had my feeling about Assassin's Creed black flag. And still to this day have that feeling is like, it was such a dramatic shift. You know, you, you had, you know, Assassin's Creed one, Assassin's Creed two, Assassin's Creed brotherhood, Assassin's Creed revelations, Assassin's Creed three, five games. That were all based around Desmond Miles and his journey into connecting all this stuff and finding the Apple of Eden and taking down, you know, the the Templars and whatever. And then it was just this huge dramatic shift of like, but, okay, well now. But see, but see, and, and I thought about that too, because when Assassin's Creed 3 was over, Desmond died, blah, 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 so on and so forth. You know, at that point, Ubisoft had to be thinking about, well, you know, where do we go with this franchise? Because because it, it's such an expandable franchise. Because it does it does go over so very so many various timelines. You know the next games that they come out they came out with. You know minus you know Unity and Syndicate and stuff like that. Now Origins, Valhalla, and Odyssey is of course all predated before Desmond. Yeah. So that bloodline had to start somewhere. And, yeah. and and I know that's what they're trying. Yeah. But now it's just it's it's, it's getting to the point where. We need to really, really, I think there needs to be a solid storyline of where it's going. You know? Yeah, I agree 100%. There needs to be a more solid storyline. Now, one thing I will agree with Bolts on in this argument that he had on Facebook or whatever else is that this new way of Assassin's Creed is the best way. It, because it, it, gives, it, it gives you the best of both worlds. You can do so much. You can do so much in the world. You can do... You know, it, it, and that's that's the best way of saying it. It gives you so much in uh, the best of both worlds of doing so much in the games. You don't always have to be this linear assassin mm-hmm. that is crawling on the top of buildings and hiding in between people or whatever else. Y- you have a great merger of an RPG and a, you know, kind of stealthy gameplay. Exactly. Depending on the player that you are. You are the type of player that you'd still like doing that. Like oh, when, yeah. Especially when you get contracts. I'm sure if you're going to kill somebody, you're going to go a certain way and you're going to kill them a certain way and all that other stuff. That's why in like Valhalla, mm-hmm. in Odyssey, and in Origins, it gives you the ability of doing that with those abilities that you can upgrade exactly. with stealth kills. Exactly. And and if I was a running gun, like, you, like most of the time you are, I bet you I could cut my gameplay in half. Yeah, you know it's, it, it yeah. took it took me two hundred and ten hours to get through all the DLC of Assassin's Creed, of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I haven't played Ragnarok yet, but it's taking it took me two hundred and ten hours to get through all of that. If yeah. I was a running gun, it'd probably take me about a hundred hours. Yeah, like um, you know when I restarted when I did my review, I had restarted everything after after my review was done because. Right. There, you know, uh, people could say what they want to about gaming journalists or whatever else. Until you get down to the point of being on a crunch time of getting a review done yourself, mm-hmm. you you have no idea exactly. how it is. No exactly. question. You have to. You can either take your time, and you can either take your time and ex- and explore as much as you want, and whatever else. Your review be late. 
you, the possibility of your view or of your review, uh, you know, not meeting the criteria that it needs to be and all this other stuff. Um, or you can crunch through the main story mm-hmm. and just go and forget the side missions and all that other stuff and get the main basis of things. You know, and that's what what sometimes I, I have to do. Now, right. with Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I had a little bit more time. I got it on, almost two weeks early. So I had a little bit more time to really, really get a feel for the game, really get a feel for, um, you know, what the game was to offer and do the story. Um, so with that being said, I had to skip so much of the side quests, so much of the building of, like, uh, of of the character basis, that's what's great about these new Assassin's Creed games with like Valhalla, is that there's instead of it just being oh well okay well my character can do this and this and he's an assassin or whatever else, as you play the games, these side quests build your character into this all well rounded character. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like depending on what you do, you know. Um, and then you know with Valhalla you have the you have the mythics or, or the mythical storyline, mm-hmm. you know, with the Ragnarok DLC being out now. I haven't played it either, but that's some of the best. I think some of the best aspects of Valhalla is being able to play as Javi. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when you play as Odin and do all those. Yes. Oh my yes. god, bro, it was great. Yes. Like, but I will also say there are things that I miss about odyssey and there's things that i miss about origins um origins bro your bird (laughs) i have me and bolts have talked about this so many times but the ability that your bird had when it when you went into scoping mode or whatever else that you could just literally scope the entire area see all the characters that you needed to all this other stuff lock onto this and that and blah, blah 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 i almost have have gotten to the point of like, because me and Dara have been playing back through it. Like, I don't even use my Raven unless it tells me to. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's not a reason to even use it. You know, I would much rather just run into the area and discover the stuff myself. Because there's still with with Valhalla, it's really taken over um, how I felt about like Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Skyrim, I played that game from start to finish. I can't tell you how many different versions of that game I've played. But I played it from start to finish, and I and still up until the point the last time I played it, I was still finding shit I had never seen before. Yeah. That's how it is with these new Assassin's Creed games. You find so much stuff in these worlds that you're like, oh my god, bro! Like they put so much into this, it is ridiculous. So that's why I appreciated Odyssey so much because with Valhalla, you have you have cities. But right. it's it's more it's yes. more open spaces and all. Well, well, see, see, that's the thing about it. Valhalla was it's in a land where it, there's not. I mean, there's history, but there's not history. Yeah. You know, if you go back to Odyssey, I mean, that's 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 the Roman and Greek times and, and during Sparta time. So you have all these these wonderful statues and these buildings and stuff like that. And the same thing with Origins. I mean, come on, you know the the pyramids, the the you know stuff like that. And that's that's one thing that it it's it's so much different than what you know the original games are. There's so much, so much in these worlds, and you know me, I'm a completist, so I find everything that I can. Yeah. So you know that's that's part of the 210 hours it takes me because I explore that map from top to bottom, left to right. You know. Yeah. So. 
I 100% agree with you, Bolts. And speaking of all this Assassin's Creed talk, it's been some time since me and Bolts have have done uh, you know lists uh, and really kind of shared opinions on certain aspects of, of different games and whatever. So Assassin's Creed uh, has always been... Um, well, uh, let me talk about this real quick, and then we'll we'll talk about that. I've kind of forgot about the last topic. So, one of the big things in the games industry right now that's been, uh, I think, has gotten to the point of almost hate mongering, Naughty Dog, is the Last of Us Part One, um, the Last of Us Part One rebuild for PS Five. Um, it has gotten so ridiculous that you go on social media and type in the Last of Us. Um, uh, Last of Us Part 1, and you see so much hate. There's so many bullshit articles and all this stuff out there that are saying this is just a cash grab from Naughty Dog. This is just this and that and whatever else. So all this all this crazy nonsense was being pushed out and about on a constant basis uh, over the last few weeks of how um, the game was a cash grab. The game gameplay mechanics isn't going to really even have any big updates. It's just a graphical improvement. They're using the same graphic system as part as part two and and leaving the game pretty much similar. Naughty Dog, of course, was like, you know, we got to get out in front of this because they're being ridiculous about this. And they released this. I don't know if they released it at the time frame that they did because of it. They may have been planning on releasing it a little bit, you know, later, but. Um, they released this new trailer for The Last of Us Part 1. It's called The Last of Us Part 1 Rebuilt for PS5. And it talks about features uh, and gameplay mechanics. So in these features and gameplay mechanics, um, some of the biggest things that they've uh, implemented is not just the graphical uh, uh, implementations, but just the overall technology. So um, one of the biggest things that I have seen is... Uh, the, the game, of course, is going to have, you know, fidelity performance graphic modes. Um, the the gameplay visuals and stuff like that look unbelievably ridiculous. They've added the support for 3D audio, um, facial animations and everything, the, you know, ray tracing and all this other stuff that they've added to the game. It's just going to make the game look so much better than it already did when they did this remaster. But now they've also added the features, like I said, with 3D audio. They've added in um, adaptive trigger support, which will change the the way that you play the game and, and how you play the game. They've, ha- they've added in um, haptic feedback features. So depending on where you walk, depending on what you're doing, during certain cutscenes, like the zoo cutscenes where they're like, you know, petting the giraffe and stuff like that. You'll mm-hmm. actually feel it on the controller. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just an overall crazy implementation that they're doing with this. Not only have they just improved upon the overall uh, quality of life in this game, they've improved the AI mechanics as well. So one of the biggest things about the AI in Last of Us Part Two was the AI was really, really smart. So depending on where you were in the area, the AI would try to flank you from different sides and all that other stuff. So now they've added that implementation into the original game as well um, with even more improvements to where it's almost going to be the fact that like they did this one, one little scene in this trailer where they showed 
these blue areas of where they could sense, not not just see, but hear your character in those areas, depending on where you're going to be. So it's just an overall quality of life. Yeah. You know, huge implementations of quality of life for this. So um, I'm very excited for this. A lot of people have been saying it's a cash grab because the game is set to be like 70 bucks, but it's a total rebuild from the ground up for PS5. So there's a lot of people out there that still have yet to play uh, Last of Us Part 1. And I particularly, anytime I see a rebuild or whatever else, I'm always going to play it. I, I'm not going to sit there and smash on anybody because I'm going to tell you this. I have i can't tell you how many different versions of of Skyrim I've, oh, I've I bought. Know, I bought five different versions of it, I think. Um, so, because it's just one of those games. So, The Last of Us as a series is one of those games as well. And like Uncharted, Nathan Drake, you know, uh, collection. I've, dude, I've bought that four times, and I now I got the PS5 version that has whatever, and the graphics are ridiculous. You know, I mean, anytime that I can get a new version of a game that I know for a fact I'm going to play back through, and even enjoy it more than what I originally did, then I'm gonna I'm gonna buy. Right. No, I understand you know? that completely. Now, negativity and stuff like that, or whatever else it is, what it is, but bolts. You and me, over the years, we have talked about um, remasters, rebuilds, remakes, all that other stuff. Now, when it comes down to when it comes down to this type of of remake, what do you feel about it? Like, you know, if you were to compare this remake to the like the original version of of The Last of Us, okay, I guess to an extent. Remakes, remakes are a touchy, touchy subject for me because, to me, I want, I want the new, I, I want more games to come out that that haven't been touched, that haven't been played. Um, and the last of us originally came out on the what was it, PS3? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That was two consoles ago. Ago, um, and probably a majority of people have not played the Last of Us, the first one, um, but majority of of people have. So the story is there. The story is there. The, the reason you would, in my opinion, you you would even want to play The Last of Us is to gain that backstory knowledge, um, because that's something I would do. You know, I would play the game just so I can have that backstory knowledge. Um, Naughty Dog is is one of those companies that just produces, it just shits gold whenever it wants. It doesn't yeah. matter what it touches. It it just produces gold. Yeah. Um. So in in, in my in my in my eyes in in my head in my heart, to me. I think they should be putting more effort towards something else. Um, but once again, if they want to remake a game, then by all means remake a game. I'm not the most excited about it. Um, I will probably never. I've never. I've never been the biggest excitement about games are being remade. Now, with that said, if they want to go back and make re uh, remake Metal Gear Solid One from the original Sony PlayStation, completely from the ground up, that's a totally different fucking story. Yeah. Because kids that were born in 2005 or 2010 I don't even know what the hell Metal Gear is you know that's a completely different story in my eyes if they want to go back and re you know for instance Final Fantasy 7 I have no issues with them remaking Final Fantasy 7 you know because that is a game that nobody I guarantee you 70% of gamers now have not even known even know what Final Fantasy 7 is yeah you know it was such 
it was such a, a historical game when it came out back in the back in the 90s you know and so and so forth you know those type of remakes are different from what remakes that were just came out what 10 years ago yeah i'm just saying um i, I don't know if it was 10 years ago or not but it's just it, it to me the focus yeah it was for, right at 10 years was ago. it the focus for these games is just it could be applied somewhere else for something bigger and better in, in just in my opinion yeah. something that came out so soon because i know 10 years of gaming is not so soon but it is so soon well and, and you know i think for you and me it is you know what i'm saying like for uh, you know so soon whenever we think about 10 years mm-hmm. you know i remember 10 years ago you know the ps4 had come out mm-hmm. you know uh and and it just got to that point of like you know uh last of us being on ps4 and you know all that other stuff you know what i'm saying so like we that's the thing is that you know our generation we have we have seen constant integrations of consoles on on a pretty much on a regular basis you know for the longest time we sit there and think man it you know back in the day these consoles it would be you know years before they would come out with new integrations of consoles and new integrations of games or whatever but now technology is on such a uh on a is, is on such a higher um evolutionary standpoint to where it's just like i mean dude it's like every week yeah i mean think about our phones man like you know our phones you know, you the graphical power in some of these phones now is ridiculous. It's better than some PCs out there. Very true. So, um, I, I I understand what you're saying in that perspective. Uh, whenever it comes down to uh, like making Metal Gear Solid One, like that's something that gamers have wanted forever. That's something that I still to this point am not going to get excited about i don't think it's gonna ever happen i don't think it will either uh, though it would be amazing it would but but that's also that but that comes with it you know honestly you you look at the entire gaming world that it is now i guarantee you 70 80 percent of people don't even know what the the, the story behind oh yeah gear. yeah and, and you know? i've said it i've said it since metal gear solid 5 i was disappointed with metal, metal gear solid 5 Nothing against Kojima. I know that Konami had this ridiculous standard for it and whatever else. But the overall gameplay of Metal Gear Solid V was one of the best that I played. But the story, the perspective that you had to like, you had this kind of mashup between Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear, uh, like regular Metal Gear Solid, and then like portable ops and all this other stuff. I hated portable ops. I hated the fact that you had to go and manage your teams and manage your yeah. bases and all that other stuff. That's what I hate about Metal Gear Solid 5. I hated the fact that I had to go do that. I want I wanted to focus on the story of of, you know, of the boss. I wanted to focus on the story of Solid Snake. I wanted the I wanted them to talk about the Lale Lule Lo project and how they got into the clone in and all this other stuff. And then you find out after the game releases that it was supposed to have a different ending to where, you know, boss fights against liquid in this you know metal gear and all this other stuff so it, it was that burn you know yeah. so i still to this day think it would be great if they went back and they remade metal gear metal gear 2 solid snake and then metal gear solid if they remade those from the ground up as story driven games then i would be totally down to, to, to play it but like what you're saying i and i could totally understand because I've, I've played the last of us part one four times five times since it originally released uh two times were on the last of us remastered i did a video series of of it from start to finish 
but it is one of those games that to me is is like Skyrim that it just resonated with me so well. I love the story so much, and the fact that they're doing new impl- implementations, things that I'm going to enjoy even more with, like with the PS5 of being able to use the haptic feedback and the adaptive triggers and the 3D audio and all that stuff, and it even be a more immersive experience. Then I then I'm going to play it. And there's new unlockables. There's new all different types of craziness that you could do, like with Naughty Dog when they came out with the uh, Uncharted Nathan Drake's collection. And the PS5 collection, you can do all kinds of different stuff. You know, like new filters, new, you know, crazy costumes that your character can play. You can do fat Nathan Drake while he's running around and killing people and whatever. It's just about the fun perspective. But a lot of people put put it down to the, uh, get it down to like the basis of it and say, well, we shouldn't have to pay $70 for this. When you really think about it, the game was built from the ground up. I mean, they rebuilt the game. You know, they got the the skeleton of it, and they rebuilt it for PS5 for people to enjoy. So all this negativity and shit that I'm seeing online, I'm not going to listen to that. I'm not going to see... Now, Bolt's opinion, you know, I may disagree with Bolt sometimes, but it's it, his opinion is more in a realistic understanding that I, I think him and me can both agree. I don't think Naughty Dog is doing this to do it as a cash grab. Absolutely I, not. You know, no. they're, they're doing it because... They're like, how good would Last of Us Part 1 look if we were to rebuild it for PS5? It would look amazing. And it's one of the best stories oh, absolutely. of all time. Absolutely. You know? So, of course, like, of course they're going to do that. They're probably also, they've probably been doing this, you know, since the middle or right at the end of The Last of Us 2. You know what I'm saying? So, it's not like it's, it's something that they were just like, ah... We don't really know what you know we're gonna do with it, but they've implemented really great features from The Last of Us Part Two into this game, like you know the the customization of your weapons, the graphical power, the AI, the, everything has just been really really improved upon. So I'm really gonna jump back into this game when it does come out later this year in September and. And I plan on really heavily getting into it and playing it again. So, speaking of Assassin's Creed like we were earlier, this is the last little topic that we got for today. Me and Bolts are going to have it out. Not really. I don't think so. <laughs> you know, back in the day, I, me and I Bolts really, just were so disagree listen, on things. But I think as we've gotten older, we've just kind of gotten like, this. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Now, now, what really has changed is that you have come... From the dark side, that is PlayStation, (laughs) to the light side. That's honestly the truth. I've gotten to the point of, I used to be such a PlayStation fanboy. Yes, I was such a PlayStation fanboy. Because I still, to this day, there's sometimes, like, I'll be in here in my office chilling, and I turn on, um, oh my god, um, Saliva's Ladies and Gentlemen. Yeah. Because they use that song in the PlayStation 3 launch trailer. And it's, you know, ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Yes. And, bro, it was one of the best, one of the best trailers I, I've I've ever seen. I will always talk about it. I actually talked about PlayStation Home on the last podcast. Oh, Lord. And I thought it was such a cool concept, man. Oh, I but know. I remember. I spent so much money on it. I remember. <laughs> but as things have gone along, I've just realized, you know, PS, PS5 is great. Xbox is great. And in all honesty, PC is way better than both of them. Yeah. Welcome you know, to the Master Race, Biggin. I'm telling you, man. Like, uh, if, if I had a PC, 
like this, yeah. I'd probably never touch my Xbox. It's weird, bro. It's really weird. I haven't turned on my Xbox Series S in about a month mm-hmm. because I have Game Pass on my PC. And Game Pass on my PC, I can play it. At, at, yeah, it doesn't play at 4K, but I can play my games at 1080p, 144 frames per second. And almost every one of these games, just like I told you whenever I played Black Flag, mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? Like, holy shit, it looks good. And some of these games that I would have never thought would run at, like, high or ultra settings are running at ultra settings, mm-hmm. and I just have a 2060. You know, so then I start thinking, I'm like, man, if, you know, like what Bolts had told me a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, man, if if I saved up a little bit of money and got an i7 and, and then got a 3080, think about what I could run on that mm-hmm. shit. You know, so that's it's like what Bolt said. I got I've gotten myself into a corner and I've moved into like the PC Master yeah. Race because I just really enjoy playing on PC. Man, I could plug my PlayStation controller into yeah. it. I could plug. I usually use my Xbox controller, but I can you know I'm just not a PC controller guy. I'm not like keyboard, mouse, and keyboard. I can't do it, bro. See, I just picked up a mouse and keyboard so I could play XCOM better. I can't do it, bro. <laughs> WASD. You know, like, and I'm thinking about changing out some of my keys uh-huh. and changing them in like different colors so I can remember because, bro, like I'm, you know, me and dyslexia, it's just don't, it's like a constant battle. I'm sitting there like trying to play and I'm pushing. It's one of those things you get used to over time and you just know that you know, this, you know, space is the jump or open doors and, yeah. and D and D A and D is, is, is the strafe and, and stuff like that. It's just, yeah, bro. Yeah. But Jesus Christ. It's like, dude, you're, you're playing like, like whenever I play Fortnite, <laughs> when I'm playing Fortnite online, I'm sitting there like running around trying to use mouse and keyboard and you barely move your mouse. And it's like, you know, it's like, woof, like, the sensitivity yeah. at, at a normal setting, especially if you got a nice gamer mouse that has there's no lag. It's like, yeah, <laughs> like there's barely any yeah. lag on this. And I know, now, bro. mind you, you know, I didn't buy some crazy, crazy PC. I got an iBuy Power PC. I've read a bunch of reviews online, and a lot of people were saying, you know, a lot of people trash on it, you know, because it's just one of those pre-made PCs or whatever. But they're they're really great PC. But the thing about it, it's still a tower. So if you want to upgrade, you can. Yeah, exactly. So um, <laughs> I mean, and you know, I got my little multicolors and all that stuff on there, and that's cool. But like, it's just really weird to get used to. So I always play with controller. But what's weird is that when I try to play with mouse, I realize how fast paced it is, and then I'm like, oh, I can't do it. I got to switch the controller, and then I'm like, holy shit, it's about, so, so much slower. The, the, the original Unreal uh, Unreal Tournament, yeah. that's what the fuck I played with, bro. Mm. Uh, but imagine playing original Quake with yeah. that shit, bro. I, I tried to play Quake a couple of uh, mm-hmm. couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. whenever I just had downtime, and I was like going back and forth, and I'm like, I've, I mean, I've always had a respect for all the people that we usually watch at the Quake tournaments and right, QuakeCon and all right. that stuff, but I'm like, how the fuck do they see? Uh-huh. How do they, I'm like, dude, because there's ching, 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 and then three deaths. You're like, who'd he shoot? Who, yeah, there was no one in the room with him. Um, no, but uh, back on the, back on the, the main topic. Uh, so, um, we haven't really done a list or anything like that in a while, and Assassin's Creed has been the talk of the town all over the place recently. Um, but one of the big things is, um, me and Bolts have somewhat disagreed on, uh, over the years is the Assassin's Creed series is like what was better, what was worse and whatever else. So I'm going to get Bolts to go first 
uh, on his <laughs> list. And we're listing these, you know, it's the top five Assassin's Creed games, in our opinions, from best to worst. From best to worst? Or did you do from worst to best? It doesn't matter. I can do worst. Okay. I, I, I like going from top to, I mean, from bottom to top. That means worst to first. I, I know. <laughs> well, let's do worst to best. Okay, that's good. Okay. All right, first, um, let's go with my honorable mention is going to be Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Okay. Um, there is a lot of hate on this game, but there's a lot of love. Um, this right here, uh, the Fry Twins was, uh, w this was after the industrial revolution. Um, pretty much the, uh, the Templars have been eradicated from London, but they go back and figure out that it has not. Um, there are different aspects about this game, about this game that was really, really awesome. Um, the, the prospect of, um, of character building of, uh, you know, item customization, the world itself, London was really, really awesome. You had stagecoach races and, and, and stuff like that. Um, you can build your own gangs uh, through the through the um, through uh, through Mel Ivory. I mean, <laughs> try excuse me. Um, and it was just it was it was really cool. Um, there were some other aspects to me um, on the line of Syndicate. It was it was very linear. There was a lot of aspects that were the same over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. Um, the character the enemy characters really didn't change much. But of course, that's any Assassin's Creed. Um, but I did like the, the whole storyline, the timeline, and stuff like that. That was my honorable mention. Um, number five is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, you know, of course, this was the latest the latest and greatest of the uh, the newest Assassin's Wait, Creed. Wait, you're going from worst to best? Yes. So Valhalla is your number five. Number Oh, is no, number five. As, yeah, like one the, being the best, five being the worst. Wow, okay. Yeah, so Valhalla was number five for me. Um, I love the story. Don't get it twisted. Uh, the story was great. The whole the whole Norwegian um, uh, storyline, you know, with Odin and 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 their gods is really really great. Um, there were some certain aspects about that game I wish they would adapted from some other previous games that I wish um, that they would have put in, and I'll explain that a little bit later. Um, but it was a massive. It was immersive. Um, a lot of the side quests were really really repetitive. Um, and to me felt really kind of drowned out the game, I guess, or drug out the game that really shouldn't have, that really shouldn't have been there. Um, and, and, and the, the world was nice. I mean, it was from Norway, um, and stuff like that. So the, the world was nice. You were able to travel to, you know, other, other parts of the world, you know, um, Asgard and, and stuff like that and the frozen, in the frozen world and stuff like that. So some of those aspects were really, really great. Um, there was a lot of storyline, a lot of gameplay. Um, Eivor is a great character. Uh, whether you play him as male or female, the uh, the side characters were really, really great as well. It was it was an enticing storyline. It was just something about it was missing from the other ones that I really enjoyed. Okay, so my number four is going to be Assassin's Creed Two. Assassin's Creed Two is your number four. There's my number four, and this is from worst to best. Yes. Bro, what the fuck? Okay. So Assassin's Creed Two is 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 number four. Um, it was it, it's it's a great game, hands down, great game. Especially one of the best out of the out of out of you know the previous five of the Desmond line. Okay, mm -hmm. um, and so it it was great. It was great out of those aspects. Um, it was really cool when you first. Uh, it was the first game. I guess you could really. You know, expand your home base. You could build stuff where you like build a better shop to get better materials. You know, stuff like that. Um, I just, you know, it, it was it was good. It was good. It was great. You know, 
Um, and that's all. That's honestly I can really say. Um, number three is Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, I'm a big, big fan of the Egyptian times. Um, I loved, I, I love the history behind uh, behind the Egyptians. You know, basically the first really major civilization that you know occupied this world. Um, and exploring Egypt itself and getting um, kind of the uh, the the backstory and kind of somewhere you know as the beginning of the of the creed itself. You know, uh, uh, Bayak, um, the main character, is, is a great character. You know, his storyline. Um, and in this one, this one, you actually got to face the Egyptian gods yeah. in battle. Um, that was one of the aspects that I loved was, you know, you would go to these far off places, you know, in the desert and you would have to face Anubis, you know, this massive towering god and you would have to defeat it and then you would have to defeat another one and another one um the exploration you know this is the this is the first of the of the action rpg style that ubisoft had uh, presented and i think they did a fabulous job with it i really did you know they had the chariot races in this one as well um like the old school you know where you um uh, what was that name was it was it was it ben her yeah you know where you run in that that big ass oval with the chariot and the horses they introduced that um and they introduced this it was just it was great the story was awesome um, like I said, it was the beginning of the true introduction of the Creed. Now, before, of course, before that, you know, Odyssey and stuff like that, they introduced the Creed, but it wasn't known as the Creed, you know? Yeah. Um, it was like the Dark Ones or, 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 or the, uh, the Shadow. I can't remember exactly what it is, but Assassin's Creed Origins was the start of the, of the action RPG series that Ubisoft put in there. Um, and the story was great. The timeline was great. The ship battles were awesome. Um, so on and so forth. So it's just that's my number three. Um, my number two is Assassin's Creed Rogue. Um, Assassin's Creed Rogue is by far one of my favorite ones uh, because it puts a completely different spin on what Assassin's Creed is. Yeah. Um, you play as Shay Cormac, um, which is a, which is an awesome awesome character. Um, his backstory and whatnot is just is just phenomenal. Um, he was actually part of the Creed. Um, and then he found out what the Creed was doing and didn't like it. So he became a Templar to assassinate the Creed, um, which was, it was just, it's great. I loved, I lo well, because, because if you think about it, you know, you, you, you sit there and you look, well, the Templars are always the bad people, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to control the world and, 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 and control the world with chaos and blah, 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 blah. And the Assassin's Creed are supposed to be the, you know, the heroes that is trying to prevent, you know, these people from controlling the world. Yeah. Well, in this, in this game, you look at what all the, what the creed does and it's not all rainbows and butterflies. And yeah. that's the way Shay McCormick, yeah. McCormick sees it. And so he gets a line on what the Templars are doing and he sees that they're doing the better for what they need to be doing. Yeah. And so he comes, joins the Templars, starts assassinating creeds. It's fucking great. I absolutely well, love and it. Well, and I'll say this. That's one Assassin's Creed that I, that I never played. I, it, they have a remastered play it, bro. Yeah, because you, you remember like when it came out, there was a lot of people that were just kind of like you mm -hmm. know real iffy about it. Yep. And I never played it, but... You I know, because uh, cause he joins Grandmaster Hemingway. Yeah. You know, which Hemingway, of course, it, you, you first learned from him from Black Flag. Um which of course is my number one 
Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag is my number one. Um, everything about that game uh, from top to bottom was, in, in my opinion, was, was the best. From the exploration of the map to the gameplay to um, the characters to the side characters, uh, you know, the kid, Blackbeard, um, his, his quartermaster, Ottaway. It was just so, so, so good. Um, and of course, you cannot count out the ship battles in that game. The ship battles of that, of the, uh, as you board the Jackdaw, and you could upgrade your ship, go out there and face, you know, you know, big ass armor ships that's got like 27 cannons on each side. And it, and it felt like a battle. It felt like a real battle, you know. You're out there in the middle and you, and you, you pick a fight over here and then you got three other ships that, from that same country, Britain, coming over to join. It's just one of those things. And of course, it was during the pirate times. You know, yeah. so you have all these beautiful little little nukes and crannies. You're out there on the Caribbean. You know, you got nukes and crannies where people have hidden gold. These small little cities, and you know Nassau and stuff like that. It was just, it was a great experience from top to bottom. You know, diving in the water when you got that big ass bell that you got to go down under. It keeps your air, and you got to swim and through shipwrecks. It was just great. And one of the coolest aspects was in each corner of the map. There was nothing but fog, and yeah. you can fight the legendary ships of that time. Yeah, you know, and if you weren't prepared, you're just gonna get your ass kicked. Yeah, you know, um, you're screwed. Yeah. So, and 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 on top of that, they had a DLC that came with Black Flag. It was called like uh, Freedom Cryer, uh, if I remember correctly. Yes, Freedom Cryer. Um, and it was about the quartermaster Attaway, which I just recently uh, mentioned. Um, he gets marooned on an island, and him and his 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 shipmates called the Maroons are going out trying to. Uh, stop the uh, the slave trafficking, you yeah. know, as pirates and stuff like that. Such a great DLC, um, and of course, a lot of that stuff is is historically accurate as far as Edoway and stuff like that, and the and and the the maroons or whatever stopping the tra uh, trying to stop the slave tra trafficking. But as far as the the whole game in itself, to me, um, that was that that was pretty much kind of the last true Assassin's Creed experience that most people like. You know, you got to hide, eavesdrop, tra traverse roofs, and, and, and so on and so forth. Um, you got to stay silent more than more than just going all out. Um, but Black Flag, hands down, was my favorite one and my favorite, my number one overall. Hmm. <laughs> wow. I am, uh, I'm honestly not shocked by your list. But, um... I realized while you were talking on your list, one of the ones that I was tripping out about is, you know, was uh, we had it listed as the same thing. Um, so, <laughs> my list of Assassin's Creed titles from worst to best. So, I'm going to list my worst to best, and then I'm going to do my honorable mentions. So, worst Assassin's Creed game to ever be released, Assassin's Creed Unity. Um, I don't feel that... Um, I don't feel that Ubisoft, um, I don't feel that Ubisoft launched the game properly. I don't feel that U Ubisoft, um, was even, <laughs> was even remotely worried about some of the issues that came out, um, uh, of this launch with this game. The, the previous title that had launched just the previous year was Assassin's Creed Black Flag in 2013. Unity came out in 2014, and it was pumped up as this huge 
unbelievable experience that was set in Paris during this, you know, you know, revolutionary time. And, oh, well, look at what we've done with the buildings and look what we've done with this. And, oh, my God, it looks just like Paris. The, look at the amount of hours that we've spent on this. The biggest thing about Unity, it was come, come play with four-player co-op. Yeah, it was and four. failed miserably. Yes, it was, hey, you can play this game with four-player co-op. And the game launched with ridiculous bugs. I mean, still to this day, they're memes. Oh, yeah. You know, of inside-out face yep. and all this other stuff. Characters just disappearing constantly. Um, it had gotten to the point that I was just like, fuck this, I'm not playing the game anymore. You know, like, I really, really tried to play it because, honestly, when the game wasn't screwing up, it looked really good. But, overall, the game launched totally horrible it almost destroyed in my opinion almost destroyed the assassin's creed series because not only did it launch with all these horrible horrible glitches and you know horrible controls i mean the gameplay felt so much like what we had already seen previously it also launched with a ton of microtransactions yes, yes i mean did. it was riddled with microtransactions so and at that point in time in the industry, the games industry had really started shifting away from microtransactions because of the backlash of, of you know that fans were having with the, with the games. So Unity was it really just left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. And the only way that Ubisoft can could be like, hey, we're really sorry, is they were like, hey, we'll give you free DLC for the games, you know. Yep. And it's like you're giving me DLC for the games, but what the fuck? I'm not going to go back and I'm not exactly. going to play it. No shit. You yeah. know, like, well, I'm not going to play that shit. So still to this day, I've, I've like, you know, the, you know, unity now is available for free on PlayStation plus premium and, uh, Ubisoft plus and all that stuff. So there's been times that I've thought about redownloading it and, and playing back through it. So I redownloaded it. And, you know, one of these days I'll jump in there and kind of look at it and just see what it, what it's really, what it what it's like now. At least, um, my number four um, is Assassin's Creed Two. So now this was Bolts's number four, but I I feel that you know I'm I'm putting it at number four for a different reason. So the game was not bad. The game was great. Um, I before some of these other games launched, uh, I I had at that point in time I thought Assassin's Creed Two was the best Assassin's Creed ever come out. You know, you the music, the city, the you know um, Ezio Auditore as a character and stuff, right. and I mean just everything. It was great. Now, when we think about the bad of Assassin's Creed Two, um, it, it's small bits of bad. So Assassin's Creed Two was a really good game, but it did have certain perspectives that me as a gamer really look at and and I hate. So the game launched in 2009. Though the technology of course was not what it is now, it had really bad facial animations. It did. It did. <laughs> like it had horrible facial animations. Um, you know, but I have to say the story of Assassin's Creed 2 at the time was one of the best. You know, you really saw Ezio coming into his own 
and you know you saw his you know growth into the creed and all this and um you know it, it becomes such a, a large scale game in a, such a short amount of time you see the growth of desmond miles um and uh it, it was just great um my number three is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I feel that Valhalla is one of the best Assassin's Creed games to release because of the content that you have in the game. Um, Valhalla is the music, the side quests, the rating um, is great. But what holds Assassin's Creed Valhalla back from being the best is, I think the lay of the land the best way of saying it the lay of the land is there's so much open space and there's so many um meticulous areas to just to unlock certain things it's ridiculous of coming up and you know you you're looking on the on the map and and you're like oh well, there's a you know there's some armor here and there's a weapon here and there's a this and that and you go over there and you have to go through so much just to get it you have to swim down to the certain area and get this um key and then you got to unlock this area and then you got to go through this trial and then get this key and i'm serious bro like i what really made me think about this really heavy is daryl was playing it the other day and I had forgot about this area, but she goes and does this whole big ass thing. And then she goes to this area that, you know, there's a, a lockbox there. And I don't know if it was a glitch or what, but I'm pretty sure originally the icon said it was supposed to be armor. So she goes over there and it's ingots. Like, it's just iron ingots. That's the only thing that's in there. And I'm like, what? And she said, I just did all that for iron ingots. And I said, yeah, uh, that's the one thing about Valhalla is that sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. you think you're going to get a really good payout and you don't, you know. Uh, but the story is what holds Valhalla together. The side quests and stuff like that do sometimes become uh, meticulous and, uh, and, and tedious. tedious. But um, the main overall story of Valhalla is is what makes it one of the best Assassin's Creed titles. Um, so my number two is Assassin's Creed Origins. Bi uh, Bayak is is great. Uh, I've always just had this since I was young and I watched uh, Indiana Jones. Um, I've always just, I was at a really early age, got to the point of being obsessed with like Egyptian hieroglyphs and yep. like the you know stories of this and that one of the biggest things about origins that they tried to uh, you know they tried to kind of lead into odyssey and, and valhalla and whatever the coolest thing about origins is the mythics like being able to take on some of these mythical creatures and the gods and all this other stuff so fucking cool when you're able to fight like you know nimbus or uh, um anubis. Uh, anubis i said nimbus <laughs> i was thinking about uh, dragon ball z anubis in the desert and all this other stuff oh my god bro it's so cool and going back now and playing origins on my pc uh it just makes me appreciate the game even more because the freedom of it of uh of the game with your with your bird of being able to really heavily like scope out your areas um as you you really can't do that much in valhalla 
You know what I'm saying? Like you can't go to that area and then do your site or whatever else and it stay locked on and whatever else. It, it you know, there's sometimes that your bird just does it for you. You know, like in, in Origins, like you go up to the top and it's like things are already getting highlighted. Yeah. In Valhalla, it's like, hey, here's a golden light. And you're like, okay, well, what the fuck is that? You know, there's times that, and that's another thing about Valhalla is there's, there's times that you get a notification, you know, and it'll say, well, there's something in this area. And bro, you'll go over to the area, there's nothing there. And then come to find out it's seven, seven stories below ground and you have to go on the side of this mountain and go through this whole fucking thing just to get to it and come to, and it's like a fucking axe that your axe that you currently have is already overpowering that axe. Um, another thing that I loved about Origins too is the fact that you can easily transmo- uh, use transmogri- transmogrification. You can easily make your, make your um, costumes and whatever else look like other costumes. Yeah. Um, as could you in Odyssey. You know, in Valhalla, nope. You got to do that shit a fucking blacksmith. Right, and you got to spend money. You got to spend money yeah. to do it, and it should just be like a, a, cl- a quick you, switch. It should be. It should be 100%. You know? Um, my number one is Odyssey. Um, uh, Greek mythology is just just as much uh, the same thing as you know, like Egyptian mythology. Like I have always been obsessed with Greek mythology, um, and I've always been obsessed with like the the Roman Empire and whatever else. I mean, they were they were this close to world domination. To world domination, like this close. Alexander the Great got above his head. Yeah, I'm telling you, this close to world domination. And there's so much, and and you see it too in Valhalla, though. You know, like you when you when you see things from Odyssey bleed over, like yep. you know certain characters, mm-hmm. or you go to certain areas in in Valhalla, like in England or whatever else, and you see these Roman statues and whatever, or Roman areas, or you know you get somebody at your campsite that's you know a, you know Roman script writer and all this stuff. You know that it's it's really nuts to me um, that the Roman Empire was so large, but with Odyssey. They introduced so much with that game. I remember playing it at E3, and I was just blown away with everything that you can do in this game. You know, you can do, like, they did the introductions of, you know, you had some ship aspects in, in Odyssey. Yeah. But you the 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 raids or the the battles like mm-hmm. being able to do the heavy yeah. battles yeah. whenever you like roll up on an area and they're like oh well you can go do this battle and there's like bro there's like 70 freaking people out in front of you fighting and you're just taking them all down and oh my god and i of course i forget her name the main character in 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 odyssey um cassandra 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 was such a good character she was Holy crap! Because at first you were playing as Alexios, as Alexios, and I was playing as Cassandra. And then uh, I think you eventually did you switch? Well, or? well, I, I had my first playthrough as Alexios, yeah. um, and then um, I went back through and played as Cassandra. And the game, the game fits better as Cassandra as the main character, yeah. and Alexios being the uh, being the the the, de- the main deity god yeah. type person. Yeah, so it just fits a lot better. Yeah, and it. it just beautiful, man. I mean, these three games, I will say, from Odyssey's Origins and Valhalla, I always thought Assassin's Creed 2 had some of the best music out there. But, bro, these three games, their soundtracks are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like, especially in Odyssey. 
Like, still to this day, I listen to Odyssey soundtrack every once in a while. I think me and Bolts are some of the only people that I really know that sometimes will just listen to video game soundtracks. But Odyssey, the soundtrack of that game was unfucking believable. Um, and when you go and you explore the world and you do the stuff that you do in the side quests and stuff like that, it really you really find meaning in in the character and in the story and in the world. And they introduced discovery with with this, you know. Yes. Uh, and discovery mode was so cool, bro. You learned so much about Greek mythology and Greek history and Roman history in discovery mode. So, um, now my honorable mention, I got two honorable mentions. I got one that I'm going to talk real good about, and I got one that I'm going to be iffy about. <laughs> so, my first honorable mention is um, one that I don't really know if a lot of people even really played, but Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation. <laughs> no, no one's played that. <laughs> Assassin's Creed 3 Rib- uh, Rib- uh, Liberation. Uh, I really thought it was a great game. I played it on the PlayStation Vita. Yeah. Uh, for it being on Vita and stuff like that, it was really great. Now, you can play Assassin's Creed uh, Liberations now on all consoles, yes. on PC and everything, and it, it looks much better than what it did on Vita. But for for what it was for what it was when it came out in 2012, it was really good. And it, it was the first time that you had been able to take uh, control of a female assassin. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It was uh, it was just a really really cool game. Now I know there was a lot of these other little side games like Assassin's Creed Chronicles and stuff and and whatever, but some of the games that they've come out with have just been awful. You know, like you know, Assassin's Creed Discovery on mm-hmm. Nintendo DS. Um, there was Bloodlines on PSP. I did not enjoy that at nope. all. Nope. Um, and then you know there was <laughs> Assassin's Creed Altair Chronicles. Which yep. came out two thousand eight for DS, and it was just God, and it, you know that shows you how old me and Bolts are. Uh, what was it? Was it the end gadget? Oh, bro, I don't even know. Oh, hang on, real quick. Or engage? Was it the engage? Man, I don't. Yes, it was the Engage. Okay. Nokia Engage. <laughs> it was a Nokia Engage. It was a phone, but it was a gaming console. Oh yeah. Yeah. Stupid. It was. It was really, really stupid. But um, there was an Assassin's Creed title for the Engage. Um. And I don't, I can't remember what it is. Uh, I just remember there was a, I know there was a mobile Assassin's Creed title that came out uh, for the Nokia phones. They brought out all different types of stuff like Call of Duty and whatever else. Um, it was Assassin's Creed 3. Oh, it was a port of Assassin's Creed 3 DS. Yes. And uh, it, I remember they had an engage somewhere and it was just, uh, I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll check this out. And I was like, what the fuck is this? This is so <laughs> trash. But um, my my main honorable mention is Assassin's Creed Black Flag. So Assassin's Creed Black Flag for me was really a touchy subject. Because <laughs> um, so Boltz knows how I feel about Assassin's Creed and how involved I was 
with Desmond Miles' story. Yep. Um, I was very, very heavily involved with Desmond Miles' story. Um, no question. I thought that, you know, that was going to be... He was our boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was, that was going to be the game that we played that was going to be eventually it was going to pop out and it was going to be like you know assassin's creed desmond's tale or some right, shit you know right. so in 2012 assassin's creed 3 launched and desmond mild died you know and <laughs> i was just fucking pissed i was so mad because if that wasn't the case assassin's creed 3 would have been on my top five list you know, because I thought Assassin's Creed 3 was a really good Assassin's Creed game. I thought the, you know, the the series, um, you know, the whole open world in the, you know, colonial game and all that. And that led into Assassin's Creed Rogue. Um, but when, it, when Desmond died, I was pretty upset. And then they started talking about Assassin's Creed Black Flag and how... It was it was going to be this and that whatever and I said okay well maybe Desmond is going to come back in it or something like and whatever so I got it and started playing through it and I instantly got upset because I realized your your character was you were a fucking game developer at at you know Abstergo Games mm-hmm. or whatever and all this shit and I'm like what the fuck so Desmond's not the main character you know like what are they doing with this. So then I start playing the game. I'm playing it on PS3, and then the you know PS4 comes out. So I get it on PS4, and I'm playing it on PS4. And I was this was in my PlayStation fanboy mindset. I was really upset because there was all these comparison videos of the difference between graphical presentation, whatever, of PS3 and PS4, and you know Xbox 360 and Xbox One and all this other stuff. It looks exactly the same. Like in my in my mindset, it looked exactly the same. And you saw a lot of those games that were ported or whatever else that looked exactly the same, like Call of Duty Ghost, which looked like shit on the mm-hmm. PlayStation Four. And um, but the good thing about Black Flag was the shit battles, the the conquest and the the shanties and the oh the shanties were the best and the going out onto the sea and taking on all these different fucking. You know, yeah, bro. amazing, amazing battle modes to where you were playing against all these other, you know, ships and shooting each other and whatever. Sea battles. It's great. It was so, so cool. So that's why I want to hold it up to my honorable mentions. And like my future perspective and future mindset now is Skull and Bones. You know, like. And I've heard some bad. I've heard some bad things and I've heard some good things. I heard one of the developers come out and say that it doesn't have a lot of. Uh, like one of the Skull and Bone developers uh, that's yeah. working on the title say, it's good, but it doesn't have a lot of depth. Uh-huh. So, but I'm wondering if, you know, if they're going to do this as like, if there's going to be a heavy story mode, really what they're going to do with it, you know, because the time that I played Skull and Bones, it was like the best aspects of Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which was, you know, the ship battles right, right. And, and all that stuff. And it was really, really cool. So who knows really what they're going to do with it. But that's our top five worst to best Assassin's Creed titles. And I misunderstood that list, by the way. My bad. Why? I was just... Because what I did was I took all the Assassin's Creed games and I named my top five. That's what I did. Instead of... Be, I misunderstood. I'm sorry. That's my bad. So what was your top? 
I what my, was your, my top five? I gave you my top five of, all, out of like the seventeen Assassin's Creed titles. Yeah. I gave you my top five. You, what you started out with, you said the worst of all the Assassin's Creed games was Assassin's Creed Unity. Yeah. Okay. But I, I, I'm just telling you, you took I, to me. It looks like you took a a, a bottom, a middle, and then a top. Like I, just, I picked out all the Assassin's Creed games, I bundled them into my top five from worst to best. So like I. Oh, okay. I you get what you're saying. saying? You yeah. Saying? So, well, <laughs> yeah. You, you took you took a bottom, a middle, and a top. I yeah. just took top. <laughs> ah, I got you. Yeah. I got you. I got you. So, do you have <laughs> any more honorable mentions? No, I don't. Okay. No. Yeah. So, yeah. Like my, I mean, dude. When I think of the like, when I think of the worst Assassin's it was Creed Unity, game, it's Unity. What, that's exactly what I would have said. It was Unity. shit. It was horrible. So whenever you said, what was yours? Number five was Valhalla. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that- like, Valhalla is worse than <laughs> Unity? Yeah. No. Like, and that was it. what was going on in my mind. I was like, this and motherfucker. When, when, yeah, when you said your list, I was like, well, fuck, I fucked that up. <laughs> I was like, this dude has talked to me about Valhalla before, and I have never heard him yeah. say, man, it's worse than Unity. Um, That's my bad. But yeah, so uh, it was, uh, you know, I don't know, man. It, it, you, Assassin's Creed and Ubisoft and what they've done—we can't not we can't knock them because I feel that they have really done a lot with Assassin's Creed series. And I will say this: Assassin's Creed series is probably the big, the biggest roller coaster ride of any kind of video game series that you'll ever have. Yeah, no question, no question. And 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 if you haven't played it yet, just like we said in the wheel and deal section, you definitely need to make sure to to buy this those bundles like the legendary bundle you can get it for yep. 49 dollars now yep. um but if you don't want to go back then get the other bundle get the 119 dollar bundle that's only 40 bucks now to where you can get origins odyssey and valhalla that's it. because i'm telling you right now origins odyssey and valhalla are some of the best i think some of the best open world rpg games that you could play on the market today so Anyways, this is episode 341. Make sure to check back next Monday for another episode. And uh, we love you guys um, very soon. I may have another quick hit episode in the middle of the week if there's some really big news or something like that. But who knows? Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out. Peace. Was that fun? Yeah. That was fun. This was another opinionated episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. Check out the podcast on Anchor FM, Spotify, iTunes, and Cinelinks.com. Also, check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Second Opinion Podcast, for tons of gaming content coming soon.